Hello again, everybody. It's been a while. Season five's coming at you today. Wise Up, Wise Up podcasts from Wise Components on Apple. Basically, anywhere you stream, it's now 80. I said it, 80 countries. People are listening to Wise Up, 80 countries. I can't believe it. It's amazing. So thank you, mom and dad, and telling all your friends that live in 78 other countries. Really appreciate you uh, partaking in Wise Up, Wise Up Nation. Um, folks, what we're doing is, is talking about the latest and greatest trends, and but it's not about the housewives or what type of designer bag or shoes you're wearing. It's much more important to that, at least I think so, because it applies to so many verticals, whether it be your office building, healthcare, schools, you name it. You're, you're coming in contact with the people that I'm talking to one way or another, whether you like it or not. Sustainability, green initiatives, you hear about it all the time. Power, how do we power things, right? Alternate energy and so forth. Well, over the last four seasons, we've had amazing guests talking about smart buildings, trends that are not only applicable to the data center industry, but as I was saying before, every vertical. You know, how does how does a building work, right? You know, you pour the foundation, you put the walls up, it's done, right? Easy peasy. Not the case. You have a team of folks, design engineers, architects, product managers, facilities managers, people that are not only designing, but touching the products specifying the products, implementing the products, ensuring that the doors automatically open up, your temperature set to the right levels, your email is going where it needs to go, your video. And again, I apologize that usually we have the video logs, but I'm in Ireland. So now taping from Ireland, Dublin, Ireland, um, the video wasn't working. So I apologize for that poor quality and exactly what I'm talking about again poor quality infrastructure. So we couldn't support the video stream, right? Uh, so without further ado, folks, another amazing guest that we've had on Wise Up that you can listen to any podcast channel. Lu, Global Director of Product Management of Vertive. You don't know what Vertive is, you should know. Liebert, it's been around over 50 years. I mean, if... If you're in facilities, electrical engineering, anything that's uh, supporting the mission critical space, I am confident you know who Vertiv is. Well, I can't do Vertiv an introduction justice the way Song can. So I'm going to allow him to introduce himself, shut me up a little bit, let you guys all hear from him, ask him some questions, have a little fun at this. Get this over with so I can go back to my Guinness. Song, welcome. Anthony. Thank, thanks, Anthony. I hear you loud and clear and uh, certainly uh, want to minimize uh, the, the delay between you and, and that fine Guinness in Ireland. I'm, I'm certainly very <laughs> jealous uh, where you are. And uh, my, my wife is actually uh, Irish, so uh, one day I hope to make the, the pilgrimage with her. But uh, uh, so pleased to join you today. And thanks uh, very much for having me. Um, you, you know, I just wanted to really call out my appreciation on behalf of Vertiv 
working with you and, and wise up your um partnership and your enthusiasm in terms of engaging with us is is greatly appreciated and we we certainly share that um that enthusiasm so yeah Ver, vertiv it's not a household name uh just yet but uh, we certainly um uh, went out there uh with a loud bang uh since our inception prior to uh becoming vertiv we were part of uh, emerson electric as uh, part of uh, emerson network power um and uh went into private equity and then went public in 2020 so vertiv has been around for just over the past five years or so and uh, as Anthony alluded to, we have uh, some really strong and well-known sub-brands like Liebert, Avacent, Geist. They're in the uh, business of power, cooling um, for data centers, networks, uh, telco, all the way to remote management, remote access, and really more so IT kind of focused applications, right? From KVMs to serial access to uh, secure identity management, uh, so, so on and so Song, forth. So, so, so yeah. Song, if, if I may, you know, what, I mean, you said a mouthful already about a great company that you work for. What led you to, how'd you get to where you are as the global director for product management at Vertiv? Where, what led you to this position? What were you doing beforehand? you hit the lottery and you know said i just want to put my name in the hat walk <laughs> us through yeah well i i certainly feel felt like i won something um you know be, being part of, uh, of this opportunity uh because my background prior to uh being part of the product organization it was primarily in sales and marketing uh my entire background in fact has been in sales and marketing roles roles in technology and prior to that uh, for a brief stint in financial services. Now, I reside in Canada and worked in uh, North America uh, my entire life. Uh, however, I'm, I'm currently in a global capacity. So over the past decade, I've been uh, working in the channel, um, primarily in channel marketing and sales roles. Uh, but uh, just recently uh, joined the product a management organization here at Vertiv, and my key responsibilities are product marketing, right? So positioning our solutions, working with our sales team, our marketing team, and our partners, right, to position our our products in the appropriate solutions that that can deliver value to customers. Certainly, come a long way. Um, you know, as Anthony alluded to, not sure if I won the lottery, but uh, many years ago when I first started, I uh, remember starting. Uh, my my career in sales um, in the very early days, making a call to uh, one of my uh, accounts, uh, Big Blue. I'll, I'll just call it um, <laughs> yeah, in, in Canada. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Everybody walking knows over, Big Blue. Yeah. Walking over in the GTA, Greater Toronto area, to see Big Blue, IBM, and um, going to their office to make a sales call. And the first thing I do, stepping out of my car in my uh, new trousers and suit, I uh, ripped my pants, right? I guess I was too keen on uh, <laughs> making that call. It's certainly a big account, uh, easily my biggest account at the time, right? Being a new sales guy, eager to get out there. So I uh, had a game time decision to make, whether or not I'm still going in 
or <laughs> I'm going to go home and uh, reschedule. And uh, I'm pleased to say that I still went in there to make the call. I wanted to make that commitment. And uh, I don't recall the specifics, but I'm sure we all had a good laugh. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that's the part, I guess. You should have found the stapler. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I worked for Xerox at the time, and uh, we actually had staplers uh, <laughs> attached to those Xerox units. So certainly that could have been something I could have done in the IBM offices at the time. Uh, but uh, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, Anthony. I don't know how I survived it, but that's uh, where I was, and that's where I am now today. <laughs> now it makes uh, listen what what uh, doesn't kill us makes us stronger. No doubt about it. That's the logic, right? <laughs> so you you you've come a long way. Now responsible for product management. Um, what are some of the benefits uh, working with uh, Vertiv, or I should say, what are some of the benefits to the clients that you're working with in the data center market specifically? Because you have a broad range. Uh, you mentioned before power and cooling. So if you could walk us through for a second or so, what is the client stand to gain, you know, besides your expertise, your experiences, and possibly a peep show, what, what else do they stand to gain working with your team? Yeah. Th thanks for uh, that question, Anthony. You know, uh, I would say, you know, my role, as I noted, is primarily product marketing. Uh, we have uh, a very, very broad uh, product offerings team and uh, folks dedicated to product development, engineering, uh, quality control, uh, supply chain management, and so on and so forth. The reason why I mentioned that is because, you know, even though the Vertive name in of itself is new, we have decades and decades of product industry and engineering experience in this company, right? I am but a very, very small part of a much larger machine that that is just built on experience. And I think that yep. experience, going back to the Lieber days, right? Before Data Center was even a, a, a you know, uh, let alone a household name, wasn't even a, wasn't even a term that most people understood, right? Uh, Lieber was doing, um, you know, power and cooling solutions, um, you know, that, that really adds up. And I think that's where our customers and our partners benefits most, right? It's from our product and engineering experience. You know, do we, uh, do we manufacture um, unique products? Absolutely, right? So our lithium ion um, UPS solutions, we have the broadest, portfolio of um, lithium ion single phase UPS solutions out in the market. And that's, you know, an area where we're really building breath and, and focusing on, but product uh, outcome is, is just one aspect, right? That, that, that's just the result of the years of engineering experience um, that we build on. Right. And that I think is the strength of Vertif is how so what, we leverage that experience to 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 build on that partner experience. So, Go ahead, sorry. So so people that are out there that are not facilities managers, not working in the data center market, mm -hmm. not really, uh, I would say, in the know at UPS or a PDU. But I would say that you hear on the news on a regular basis 
about lithium ion batteries because of the auto industry that is shifting to EVs. So with the new technology, because it, you know years ago, lithium ion, it wasn't uh, as uh, tested, I would say, as, as it is today. What are some of the latest and greatest that Vertiv is bringing to the market uh, specific with the lithium ion batteries? Yeah, that's a really good good point, Anthony. And 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 you're absolutely right, right? There's been definitely changes in the technology itself, right? In terms of lithium ion batteries. Um and, and certainly uh, improvements in terms of the technology itself, but also it, it's really important to note that not all lithium batteries are made the same, right? There's certainly different um grades of of it. Um, there's different applications for different types of lithium-ion batteries. And the key thing, I think, for Verta that I want to note is that we we take uh, that responsibility very seriously in terms of sourcing um, the right components, working with the right suppliers, right? And 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 go through very rigorous uh, quality control uh, testing uh, processes, right? Before... Before this, before I joined the product organization, you know, in marketing, I can speak to these based on, uh, you know, what my colleagues shared in terms of feedback, what I'm what I'm hearing. But now, especially, uh, I'm I'm in the processes, um, seeing this stuff happening firsthand, right? In in correspondences, that's when it really really impressed me to see this um, in action. So I think uh, what's really um, changed is that. The, the the different industries using lithium uh, ion battery technology have really learned a lot of lessons over the years, right? And we're still right. continuing to learn. This is still a relatively new technology being used applications, like you mentioned, uh, for example, vehicles, right? In terms of UPS, it's really just gained traction in the past couple of years. And we're still right. in the forefront of it. However, What's really positive and what we're really excited to, to, to see is the adoption, right? A couple mm -hmm. of years ago when we're promoting lithium-ion battery, it really was more of a novel, right, um, kind of solution where, where the benefits, they remain the same, but the benefits we're talking about, which is longer, uh, you know, battery life, um, smaller um, potential environmental footprint, um, less you know, maintenance and um, less battery replacement over time, uh, they're, thereby reducing the total cost or ownership of having a UPS uh, because the battery cost is a big part of it, right? Right. Um, these so these things were you, more conceptual. We're kind of seeing that as time passes on, right? Of it so coming me, true. So let me yeah. ask you this, Song. So it's the more of the historic batteries that were out there, non-lithium non ion, what was their life cycle? Is it five to seven years traditionally, regardless of manufacturer? But what what's the traditional? What would you be swapping out those batteries traditional? Yeah, that's a that's a great um, that's a great point. Yeah, traditionally, it does depend on the battery itself, but approximately every uh, four to five years, right? You would swap that out, and okay. you know a lot of times. Um, if we're just using the IT space as an example, 
some of the equipment refresh cycles are up to seven years or so. So right. lithium batteries last about seven to eight years, right? Okay. Um, and, and so with that, it really um, and 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 up to ten years. Excuse me, right? So it it, it let, so you're let me, almost let me, you're almost doubling the life expectancy of of this equipment, right? So not only does the product last longer, but now whether you have an, a service level agreement contract or not, that's it's less likely that you're going to have all the beacon, beeping and buzzing going off in your data center or your closet. That's one less thing that a facilities manager, somebody that's on maintenance has to worry about. One less line item to, to check off that they have to be concerned with is fair statement. That is a very fair statement, right? To summarize that in terms of, you know, life cycle. Yeah, in a, in a typical seven to 10 year period, let's say, you would typically need to swap out a <clears throat> traditional lead acid battery um, in a UPS twice. And there comes that, that comes with time costs and obviously financial costs, right? Whereas typically you would just have the single um lithium ion battery run throughout that entire period. And so all those things you said are benefits, right? Time and cost savings over the period of seven to 10 years, that's when it really comes in. And that's the benefit. Oh, that's terrific. I mean, again, so the cost of it, because the life expectancy is double, the cost of it has doubled? No, and that that's yeah. another great, <laughs> great point, right? Um, hey, this no, is, it's, this it's, is it's an excellent question. Um, yeah. You know, the cost, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, this is a good tennis match. We got it. Love, love 15, go. <laughs> yeah, cost can certainly, um, the base price of, of a unit um, can, can be quite a bit higher than a VRLA, right? So if we're looking at, let's just use a let's just use a um uh, a 1500 va single face ups as an example right one of our uh single face ups uh with lithium ion technology will cost about uh $1500 a comparable lead acid battery um ups from one of our peers or competitors would be about 850 to $900 right so certainly there is additional cost, not twice the cost, but substantially higher right off the bat. However, the difference between the two, if you look at, at it through um, a seven to 10 year life cycle, replacing the battery costs about $345 a pop. Uh, labor charges cost about $250 a pop. You do this twice, that is that is quite a bit of money, right? So if you do this twice, plus the original cost of, let's say, $850 for the lead acid battery uh, UPS, you're looking at $2,000 total versus a lithium ion battery UPS that you had for seven to 10 years at $1,500, right? So the cost savings over this period is $500. Or so you're looking at capital construction costs versus operational expenditures. Basically. You're exactly right. If you add cap capital expenditures 
plus operating expenditures, the right. savings are very substantial, right? Operating costs, sometimes we don't think about it. We just think about the initial CapEx, right? Are, are still very important because nobody's going to pay your operating costs for you. Right. Yeah, no. So uh, that, that's significant, right? And, and there's a reason um, why there is such a big market out there for uh, lead acid battery replacement. And to be fair, we also sell lead acid battery replacement. Right. However, that is not a key focus, right? That is part of our business, but we want to give our customers, right? Our mutual customers, the option of a more efficient technology if they want it, right? So we won't and, and sometimes them you have, to choose. And, and sometimes being fair, you have to look at it from both perspectives. There's somebody in accounting that says, hey, we don't have budget allocation in capital expenditures. We do have budget allocation uh, set aside for OPEX or vice versa. So depending on where the budget comes from, that could hold carry some weight in making a decision like that. So the upfront costs, you you know, you, what you're saying all makes sense to me. However, some customers out there, some people that are looking to deploy products from Vertive that, that you've been discussing on Wise Up, they might not have the capital expenditure is set in the budget for that number. I just came out of a meeting with a client and we were talking about reduction in costs and it was on the spare parts that we're selling them. And, you know, we could look at reduction in the, um, the build outs that they're doing maybe raise a, a you know a point there and take a point off of there and it makes a world of difference because the budget allocation plate holds true i mean people that are whether you're in data centers or commercial real estate there is a budget allocation somebody's counting the money right Absolutely. so yep. so in addition to scalability that you've been talking about from vertive and and thank you for that by the way we're we're talking about you're providing the potential customer with options, right? So not only the scalability, exactly. but hey, if that doesn't meet your your standard or let's say your budgetary number, we have this. You know, some people want to drive a Mercedes, right? But and it's a <laughs> German engineer, and it's a and it's a great car, but you could drive a Volkswagen, save a, a bit of money. So Volkswagen, it has a different emblem, both German engineering, both are going to handle and be reliable. I think in some cases, though, VW probably outperforms these days, but nonetheless, I digress. Um, but yeah, no, that's terrific. So we talked about scalability. We're, we're talking to Song Lu, Global Director of Product Management at Berto. He's given us a fabulous overview of the company and what they offer, where they're going, what they've been doing over the 50 plus years in the various companies that they've acquired and how they've grown and become this powerhouse in the last five years known as Vertiv. Um, talk to me a little bit about, you know, some of the uh, things that our listeners could look out for, you know, if, if there's uh Training guides, yeah, absolutely. Videos. Um, I think you know, I I hinted at um, uh, the the uh, our plans for uh, and our focus for 
lithium ion technology and, and that that will be a continued focus uh in the days ahead so as you were saying you said that in the days ahead the focus will be around the lithium ion lead asset is not here to stay but it does have a place to some degree is that correct uh i i think i think i i, I want to emphasize that i don't know how uh what the future is for a lead acid battery there's still a well don't you a, have a crystal ball <laughs> i wish i did anthony i would be uh, a lot wealthier uh if i had that crystal ball but here's hoping but but here's money's what i was over, saying money's overrated go, go ahead. <laughs> well first of all i'm gonna figure out who's gonna win the stanley cup playoffs but uh but then then, then talk about ups but you know um, I would say that there is still definitely a market for lead acid battery. UPS is still the biggest part of that market, right, for us. And um, I think it will be here for quite a while yet. What we're focused on is absolutely expanding the breadth of our lithium-ion portfolio. But something you mentioned earlier is, is really important. Our goal is to provide our customers, right, our mutual customers with choice. And so lithium-ion technology, the breadth of it, uh, the breadth of that portfolio, we're still expanding, right, into, you know, additional sizes of UPS uh, to offer more um, options in terms of size, higher KVAs, um, offer line interactive and online double conversion, offer t more TAA compliant uh, single phase UPS uh, with lithium ion uh, batteries so that, you um, our government focused or public sector focused uh, partners can, um, you know, can can take advantage of uh, the technology, so on and so forth, right? So those that that is a big um, a focus area for us. And in addition to that, you know, we um, to to give you a sneak preview, we are also looking to expand our desktop offerings. You know, traditionally, a lot of our solutions have been the data center and in network uh, environments. But desktop solutions is a area that we want to uh, expand in uh, as well. And so that's uh, that's a major area. In addition to that, uh, you know, a lot of folks do know us for power and cooling because of the Libra brand. Uh, we are very much a company that is also involved in IT management, IT focus space right, in terms of connectivity, remote management, remote access to the IT stack. And that, that is also an area where, uh, where we're expanding and growing as well. So, so you talked to us a, about a lot of product offering, the features, yeah. the benefits, the applications where they fit the best, right? Um, so you're the global director, right? You're the globe. You're located in the United States. Where is the manufacturing taking place? Where's the geography footprint that you're serving today? And where are you looking to grow in, in a geographic space? Yeah, that's a great question. Geographically, we are headquartered in the U.S., but we have offices uh, across uh, different parts of the world. We're operating in uh, the Americas region, right? Uh, U.S., Canada, uh, and all throughout Latin America, we're operating in uh, Europe, Middle East, 
in Asia, we have a, uh, excuse me, Europe and Middle East and Africa, forgive me. And then uh, we have APAC team that's dedicated to uh, Asia and Pacific countries, anywhere spanning from uh, Asia all the way to Australia, right? So we are all over the globe and our manufacturing is also distributed. So we manufacture some of our products in Asia. We manufacture some of our products in Latin America. And we also, and this is something that uh, I love to share with our with our partners in the U.S., we manufacture quite a bit of stuff in North America and the U.S. One of our sub-brands, Geist, that um, is the brand for our power distribution units um, and and the rack transfer uh, devices. The, these are these are all manufactured in Lincoln, Nebraska, <laughs> in in the heartland of the U.S. So we we actually manufacture uh, quite a bit of our products inside the U.S., which I'm particularly proud of. Um, it, it certainly um, adds a, a local flavor right to our story. Uh, but to to address your question though. We are all over the world, right? You're in Ireland right now. We also have colleagues in Ireland and and uh, and across the world. So uh, we're them, looking to expand. You got to tell them to come for a pint. I'm over at uh, Swords Dublin. <laughs> I was about to say, where well, we want to expand. It sounds like we need to expand uh, further in uh, into uh, Europe. And I need to visit my Dublin colleagues and uh, join you for a pint. Absolutely. There, there <laughs> we go. There we go. Um well, no, Song, this has been a terrific discussion with you um, about Vertiv, what they're offering, scalability, availability, where where they were, what they're doing, where the trajectory is going for them as a whole, uh, what you're doing as an individual is commendable. And I know you said you're just a cog in the, in the wheel, but um, it, it takes many to uh, to move forward, right? So... I can't thank you enough for taking this opportunity to elaborate on all the wonderful things that your company is offering. Let me ask you this. Um, how does one uh, go about uh, sourcing or and or finding more information uh, about your product offerings that you were just describing? Well, two two easy ways. One of which is check out our website, vertiv.com. We have I'll a slew all, of... I'll put that all this in the notes, folks, for you to listen, <laughs> so you don't have to look it up. Yeah. You'll be in the link. I appreciate it, Anthony. We have a slew of uh, you know great content. And it's not just about products, but research content about where we're seeing different parts of our mutual businesses heading to, right? Whether it's in different verticals, whether it's different sort of uh, data center or or um uh networking or telco um applications down to the product level right so anything from product information to um high level trends the other piece is also very important just as important in my view which is work with our valued partners likewise components right we, the, the, earlier you mentioned, you know, our job here at Vertiv is to give our mutual customers options. Our partners, right. likewise, components are really the subject matter expertise uh, in terms of knowing our mutual customers, knowing their needs for specifications, 
right? Understanding financial and budget related um, uh, needs and just knowing our, our customers inside out. And it's a collaborative relationship. So working wow. with our partners to get the information so you can make the right choice. You know, they're not called value added uh, solution providers for, for nothing, right? They add right. incredible value uh, like yourself. And, and that's really well, important. Well, Song, and not just because I'm um, one of the owners and the podcast is brought to you by Wise Components, but um, <laughs> I know I know that uh, your global footprint reaches a lot of key uh, distribution value-add partnerships. Yes. Um, all that information, again, folks, could be found on the website. So if you're not in our geography, by all means, go. There's they, they're working with creme de la creme. They're working with top-notch people. Um, I, I, I encourage that you check out their website and look what they got on uh, going on from the video library. Um, and is there an events page on that as well? So, uh, we do have an events page and uh, okay. some of our high-profile um, industry events are on there. Uh, but um, uh, locally, uh, we work with our partners and uh, engage with them directly on more local events. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, it, it's been uh, terrific. And uh, honestly, I wish you were here with me because it's uh, it's about five hours ahead of you and I'm... Uh, you know, one pint shy. So <laughs> this is believe me, the feeling is mutual, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a terrific opportunity to uh, utilize network infrastructure at its very best to uh, broadcast this um, this wonderful uh, thing that you're doing. This message clear across the bow. You know, so thank you again. I, I commend you for your efforts. I look forward to our next engagement, and I. Uh, Thank everybody for continuing to listen now in our fifth season. Can't believe I said that. And you people still listen to me. Wow, you must be bored. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's it's <laughs> not me. It's it, it's not me. It's Song and all the guests there. They are truly um, experts in their field. And again, I always say it and I'm going to say it again. The stuff behind the walls, above the ceilings truly matters and it makes a difference to your everyday lives, whether it be data centers, hospitals, K through 12, higher ed, it doesn't matter. It has a PDU, it has a UPS, it has network infrastructure and that's what WiseUp is talking about. And this is who we're talking to, experts in the field. I do encourage you to check out our podcast can be streamed, uh, as I said, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, any which way you stream, Spotify, Anchor, you, you choose it, it's there. And again, and now in our fifth season. So Song, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time and effort and energy that you put out there. And I know our listeners will enjoy. Check us out on social media too while you're at it, guys. Thank you, Anthony. Really appreciate this opportunity. Feelings absolutely mutual. And I uh, hope you enjoy that point uh, that I'm keeping you away from. <laughs> All right. All, all the best to you, sir. And uh, be well. Thank you, sir. You too.